Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Friday, November the 13th. We're just over a week into the second national lockdown to tackle the spread of coronavirus. Coming up, we'll hear about the area in Kent that now has the highest infection rate in the county and how more schools are being affected. But first, a leading barrister has told the Kent Online podcast that families are being forced to wait years for justice as courts in Kent struggle to deal with a backlog of cases. Trials at Maidstone Crown Court are being scheduled for 2022. Now, all trials, you might remember, were put on hold at the start of the pandemic. And although they have now resumed, there's been another interruption this week after three jury members came down with coronavirus. We've been speaking to Don Ramble, who's been practising as a barrister in the county for the past 20 years. There is a huge backlog of cases, but these are not all caused by the coronavirus. And so it's important to bear in mind that this time last year, there was already a backlog of tens of thousands of cases. The reason for that is, unfortunately, there's been a chronic underfunding of the criminal justice system. And so over that period of time, the last 10 years, about 40% of the criminal court buildings in England and Wales were sold off. But not only that, the courts that were left were not being run till full capacity. And so you had, on the eve of Covid, a situation where there was a backlog of tens of thousands of cases caused by that. Now, of course, coronavirus has made things even worse. And, well, why is that? The reason that coronavirus has made things worse is that it slows the whole process down. If you think in terms of social distancing, just the process of filing into court, you have to keep two metres apart, and so that slows everything down. But of course, a classic jury trial, you would have 12 members of the jury in a jury box, close together, sitting next to each other. You can't do that now. And so if you go into the courtroom, you'll see the jury not close together in a jury box, but scattered around the courtroom. And of course, that takes up more space. And so the courts, the physical buildings, have a limited amount of space. And so that is why the number of cases going through the courts, unfortunately, has slowed down so significantly. And what impact is this having, you know, not on, you know, the the victims, but, you know, the defendants, because it is innocent until proven guilty. You know, they they could be stuck in custody now for a crime that that they didn't commit for, you know, a much longer period of time than they need to. The problems that have been caused by lack of investment in the past, but compounded by the coronavirus, has meant that defendants have had to wait longer and longer for their case to be called on for trial. But of course, not just the defendants, the victims as well, and the witnesses in those cases. Now, of course, the court is doing its best, and in this court at Canterbury, but in the courtrooms across the country, the court staff, the judges, the barristers, the solicitors are working their socks off to try and make it work. 
but of course there's a limit to the number of cases that can go through the system. And so what the courts are trying to do is to triage, to prioritise what are the most important cases. Now of course we can imagine a classic important case of a murder trial or a case where there's an extremely vulnerable victim, but that's a difficult process because every criminal case is important. Every criminal case is important to the victim, the witnesses, and of course to the defendant. So it's a very difficult process that's going on at the moment. Fanet is now Kent's worst affected area with coronavirus. The infection rate there stands at 315 per 100,000 people, moving it ahead of Swale, which has a rate of 305. It comes as cases of the virus have surged by more than 1,000 across the county in the past 24 hours. Elsewhere, a surgery in Folkestone has been closed after eight members of staff tested positive for COVID-19. A new surgery shut on Monday, saying it was because of staff sickness. It's now emerged it was due to colleagues having to self-isolate following an outbreak. Meantime, a primary school on Sheppey has closed for a two-week circuit breaker in a bid to bring down the number of cases affecting the school community. Thistle Hill Academy in Minster will stay shut until November the 30th. The trust running the school have said children at home will receive regular contact from staff and be provided with some learning packs. A week into the second national lockdown and free parenting courses are being offered to families in Kent to help them cope during the pandemic. As restrictions continue, a growing number of mums, dads and children are said to be experiencing things like stress at home. £16,000 is being invested so parents and carers of nearly half a million children in the county can access the online courses for free. Ginny Robinson-Bright is from the Kent Community Health NHS Foundation Trust and has been telling us about what's available. Although um, restrictions started to lift in the summer and we're in a second lockdown, actually some of the challenges that families face during COVID-19 pandemic have been all the way through and will continue um, for some time. So for us, really, it was about how can we continue to support families in the best possible way we can. For example, the antenatal courses is there to um, encourage people to complete an online course that would enable them to prepare for a, a new arrival. Talks about how to build relationships with your baby before they've even made an appearance. Um, the courses have been developed by registered nurses, midwives, clinical psychologists, as well as health visitors. So we try and use these courses to think about how we can support people to um, access information advice around their parenting without the need to have that face-to-face -face input. That said, if people did feel that they needed some support, then we're very much there. Um, the older child's courses, as an example, looks at responding to how your child might be feeling, different styles of parenting, how to have fun together. So it is a real dynamic um, and variable offer, depending on what courses parents decide to choose. I mean, what's interesting about these online courses is we've just launched it and already we've had 421 registered learners. So that's that's a huge number of parents, carers that we've been able to reach through this um, project and they've been able to access that support when they wouldn't have been able to previously. I think the important thing to remember is this is part of a wider service 
offer but what we do know is Solihull is an evidence-based program so we really um, chose carefully when we were looking at different options available for online parenting programs and we wanted to choose something that was robust and evidence-based so we did know made a real difference to people accessing those courses. Kent Online News. Next, and at kentonline.co.uk, you can see pictures and video of a lorry fire that's closed a big section of the M2. The blaze broke out at about four this morning between junctions six for Faversham and five for Sittingbourne and Maidstone, causing traffic to tail back to Brenley Corner on the London-bound carriageway and Gillingham on the coastbound side. A woman who died after being hit by a van in Canterbury has been named today as former Lady Mayoress Anne Seller. The 79-year-old was in St George's Place on Wednesday when it happened, just a week after a 20-year-old was killed in the same place after a collision with a car. Now, there's been reaction in Kent today on the news that Dominic Cummings will be leaving his job at number 10. You probably remember he's the Prime Minister's controversial advisor who was making headlines in the summer for breaking lockdown restrictions. It follows news that Boris Johnson's communications chief is also quitting amid reports of a bit of a power struggle going on in Downing Street. Well, Thanet MP Sir Roger Gale says it's not the right time for the government to be distracted by internal squabbles. For my money, Mr Cummings has become a distraction. I think he's been a malign influence at the centre of Downing Street for too long, and it's right that he should go. Two men in their 20s have been charged after another man was scammed out of more than £100,000. The victim had been tricked into paying for unnecessary repairs at his home in Chatham before being contacted by fake police officers. Two other men in their 80s were also targeted. A traveller site on the outskirts of Canterbury has almost tripled in size without planning permission. Moak Farm in Fordwich was allowed to expand from just six caravans to 20 following a landmark ruling two years ago. It's now emerged an extra 37 motorhomes have pitched up on the site. The owner of the land has launched a bid for the extra homes to be allowed to stay, arguing there's a desperate need for more provision in the area. Portable toilets, which could be installed on Kent's motorways for lorry drivers stuck in queues because of Brexit border delays, have been called unacceptable. The government's planning to line the A20 and M20 with them before the transition period ends. But the county council's Green Party leader says he doesn't think it's right, especially during a pandemic. Now, Kent and Medway is getting £7 million for new walking and cycle routes. It's part of £2 billion announced by the government back in February and will fund things like school streets, which will see motorists banned at peak times. It'll also be used to stop some routes turning into rat runs and setting up cycle lanes. Transport Minister Chris Heaton-Harris has been speaking to our local democracy reporter, Kieran Duggan. We are very serious about trying to maintain the good uh, practice that loads of people have, uh, the habits that loads of people have got into during the courses of lockdown, where they've been cycling and walking a lot more. And um, yeah, we're really, you know, this is part of 175 million quid across the country, and it can be spent on a whole host of different things, from segregated cycle lanes to um, School streets, this is where you, uh, you can stop traffic from um, going down a street at a time where it's uh, time for the school run. Um, low traffic neighbourhoods to try and stop rat running to pedestrian improvements. You know, it's, it's, there's a wide range of things that can be funded um, from this, but it's all going to be based on consultation and people, local people have got to want it. 
That, that's a good point. I'm glad that you raised that because in the first round of funding that went to councils, uh, this is the second round to be clear, there was a little bit of criticism, uh, a lot in some places, about residents not being appropriately consulted about these uh, schemes and councils saying that they were given short timescales to be able to deliver to de deliver them. How would you respond to those criticisms? Yeah, so this, it was emergency uh, active travel funding that was um, provided and it was to try and help people cycle, uh, cycle more to work and to uh, be able to walk to places in a socially distanced manner. We understood, uh, we, we changed the, the rules on consultations so they could be quick uh, consultations, but this is not that funding. This is active travel funding. This is for the long term. Um, and so we, we've uh, got quite some, some quite strict criteria, some ter lots of terms and conditions that, you know, Plans need to be published. They need to be consulted on widely. A dog has been given oxygen after a fire in Sevenoaks. The blaze broke out at a flat in Station Road yesterday evening and is thought to have been started by a faulty microwave. No one was injured and the pet was given back to its owner to be checked over by a vet. And don't forget to look out for Kent's Harvey on Strictly this weekend. He'll be dancing a salsa with partner Jeanette after finishing eighth on the leaderboard at the end of movie week. Kent Online Sport. The British Touring Car Championship season will come to an end at Kent's Brands Hatch this weekend. Thousands of fans would normally have flocked to the track, but only the racers and their teams will be there this time around. Among them is Michael Creese from Broadstairs, who's currently leading the Jack Sears Trophy. For me, it's uh, a dream come true. Obviously, battling uh, um, for the Jack Sears Trophy this year has been incredible. Like Bert said, up and down. Um, we, we've had 10 wins transition jacks is and uh, we started off really really well and uh, then we had a, a little bit of trouble with the car um, halfway through we had a, a little bit of a gremlin that no one could sort of find it was an electrical fault hidden away in the car somewhere um, which put us on the back foot going into Snetterton we were 37 points behind from a 42 point lead um, and uh, we, we turned up at Snetterton the car was perfect the team was perfect uh, uh, and we, we won all three races there uh, in the lead, going into the last round, uh, 11 points clear. And are you looking forward to Brands Hatch at the weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, bittersweet, you know, going in to win the biggest championship and the biggest racing weekend of my life uh, without any fans or, or anything about. It's going to be really, really strange, especially if we win it, it's, you know, uh, it's going to be crazy to celebrate um, just, just with my team of guys and, and no one else there. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, I'm just focused on doing my job the best I possibly can and uh, lifting the biggest trophy that you're ever going to see. And in football, there's no game for Gillingham this weekend. Their match against Lincoln City has been postponed. The Jills are next back in action against Charlton in just over a week's time. That's all for today, but don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.